Planning Your Leave Into Business, Episode 90, Expert Fridays. Thanks for tuning into the Planning Your Leap Into Business podcast. I'm your host, Merlin Issa. As a business mentor, sales coach, and international best-selling author, I am thrilled to welcome you to this show designed to encourage, excite, and help you to finally create the business and life that you've been dreaming of. There will be three episodes per week, where twice a week I'll be chatting with successful entrepreneurs on why and how they got started in business, their journey to success, and how they overcame obstacles to get where they are today. The third episode of the week, called Expert Fridays, you and I will change direction and put on our student hats as we learn from an expert about a specific tool or strategy to help you get your business off the ground. Show notes for this episode will be available on planningyourleaf.com forward slash podcast. So are you ready? Let's go. Hey there, this is Malin Isa with another Expert Friday episode. Well, for today, I have my guest, John North, and he's going to be talking about getting leads from LinkedIn. So John is a two-time international, two-time number one international best-selling author. And John is a versatile and experienced entrepreneur with a solid background in accounting, banking, finance, personal development, IT, marketing, and business management. John, how do you even find time with all that? <laughs> well, I was younger when I didn't have any any kids or, or married. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. All right, let me finish John's bio. <laughs> John currently holds a number of titles, including CEO of Evolve Systems Group, Associate Diploma in Business Accounting, and Fellow of the Institute of Public Accountants. John's passion is to help business owners become more strategic and smarter about their business efforts. He constantly pushes the envelope of what's possible in this modern era and is widely regarded among his peers as very innovative and highly creative in his approach. Welcome to the show, John. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. And um, John and I know each other through Facebook groups. So I kind of know John a little bit. Um, I, but this is the first time we're actually talking to each other. Yeah, I think so. Actually, real talking, not actually chats or messaging. Exactly. <laughs> I know. We chatted sometimes and, you know, have conversations within a conversation. Um, but anyhow... Um, so I thought this would be a great way of learning more about LinkedIn and how to generate leads. And like I mentioned to John, I, I did have a LinkedIn episode early on, maybe in January. And I'm always afraid that with social media, things would change so fast. And in that episode, we kind of talk more about the profiles and setting things up. But in this case, we're really going to focus more on generating leads through LinkedIn. All right, so let's talk about exactly what's LinkedIn and who's on LinkedIn these days. Okay, cool. I, th I think there was a, a very much in the earlier days, people thought LinkedIn was just a HR thing where people could go and find jobs and stuff like that. So it's come out of people doing, putting essentially their resumes online, and you still see that today where people mm -hmm. essentially just key up all their resume and think that someone's going to find them that way. Um, so, But it's moved on a lot from that, and it's become a real resource for business like if you want to find out who's in your local market linkedin is a good place to go it doesn't necessarily mean they're that active on there yeah. um but the, we've got some tricks later i can tell you where you know that helps when they're not active but um mm -hmm. the idea is that you know you you do have a lot of business people who tend to sign up by default um and they don't necessarily fill out their profile that much or they just oh. go and they fill it out like a resume 
Mm, yeah, that was me mm. <laughs> a few years back. Interesting. But, you uh, won't say that in Facebook, but you put it in LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, because I think I don't want uh, somebody that I... Okay, that's kind of silly. When Now that I'm saying it out loud, I don't want some stranger to look at what my background is, but it's just a different... Well, I yeah, think, I mean, the thing in LinkedIn is that it's all Google search. Like in Facebook, most of your details aren't searched by Google. Mm-hmm. But in Facebook, everything you key into that into there is actually indexed by Google. Google, so um, yeah. all your job titles and all the information that you put in there is actually being picked up. So, mm-hmm. if, if anything, at least in Facebook, you can hide all your details and nobody can see it. But in actually LinkedIn, you, you sort of can't. Well, the settings you can hide it, but yeah. what would you? Um, that's what I don't understand. Why people? Why would people want to hide their details? But yeah, well, so, mm. I think some people just don't want to be searched for some reason. I know <laughs> because I do. I do actually have a friend who's a C level executive, and she she hides a lot of her stuff, even mm. though she's out there. But I kind of laugh whenever she's she asks me stuff, and I'm like, I don't know why you're hiding all these things, but yeah. she does. But um, okay. So I'm sorry, John. I forgot to ask you. I usually ask my guests on for the Expert Friday on how they actually got started and start learning about a particular expertise. Like for you, this is LinkedIn. So you're here for LinkedIn. So how did you get into being the expert on LinkedIn? That's actually quite interesting because probably actually almost to a year to the day, actually, um, like, like, like last year in 2015, we... I'd actually lost a fairly large contract, so I was I was actually getting quite well good money every month out of this client, and he basically pulled the plug. So I had I realised I hadn't had much of a lead pipeline. I'd been working for him a fair bit, <clears throat> and hadn't really generated a lot of customers. Mm-hmm. So and I had LinkedIn, and I used to go in there, and I think most people they go in there, fiddle around, you know, you go and view some profiles, send some messages, and then about a half an hour later you get bored and you leave. Yeah. And and I was getting sort of spasmodically doing that, and every time I went in there, I found oh I got something out of it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I've got to really figure this thing out. So um, I need to find a way to generate leads, but I didn't want to go out spending money on, you know, AdWords and stuff. I didn't need a lot of clients. I only needed a couple of good ones. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I'll have, I need to master this LinkedIn thing because I never really used it properly, in my opinion. And so I went in there and I started doing a heap of research. We spent about 90 days figuring out what was the best way to get it, go it. So over that 90-day period, we viewed 90,000 profiles. So wow. I went out there and looked at 90,000 different profiles. And out of that, we got about 2,000 people came back and, and connected to me. Mm-hmm. And from there, I got about 30 or 40 appointments. Um, and from there, I made about 10 sales. This is about wow. 10, 10, 15 grand each on average. Um, and so we just thought, oh, well, that's amazing. Like, And it just became a process. And mm-hmm. I kept doing it. Now, I, I don't know how many profiles I've viewed now, probably well over 250,000 easy. Um, but every day, you know, every week, you know, maybe once a week, you probably look at it and get probably 10, something to 10 appointments a week sometimes, sometimes less, depending on what, what's going on. Yeah. Um, but that's basically, it's, it's, I've now set it on a virtually autopilot. Yeah. Um, so I can sit here and I can generate leads every day off LinkedIn, um, automatically. So at the end of the day, it's like, it's like magic, you know, <laughs> like you yeah. go out there and you, but I know I can go after the exact target market I'm looking for. There's no other medium that I know outside, say, doing Facebook ads, going mm-hmm. to a target market that you can actually find the people and look at the people that you might actually be interested in doing business with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really where I came into it and I just kept on plowing away at it. But I think what I normally do when I learn something, I get immersed in it. I go solid for about three months on it until I mm-hmm. know it as well as I can 
and then basically I figure, well, you're an expert then because you spent more hours than most people <laughs> um, on anything, you know what I mean? So yeah. and then, then you move on from there. So, And what I found was LinkedIn such an undiscovered kind of product um, and misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people don't understand. And I mean, like I get every so often you'll view someone's profile and you get a message saying, what are you doing looking at my profile? Yeah. And you're going, well, it's a public medium. You put your profile up there and expect people to look at it. <laughs> and yeah. it's like you think, wow, you know, those people are actually worried that someone's looking at their profile. So they have no idea what they're doing on LinkedIn. They, you know, I mean, that's the whole name of the game mm. is people looking at your profile. If you get profile views mm-hmm. um, and, and there's a chart in there that shows you that, you know, that's king because you can tell that people are looking at you and that's what you want. Yeah. You know, this sort of business, it's like a website. Your LinkedIn profile is a website. Um, yeah. And if people aren't visiting your website, then you're getting nothing out of it anyway. And one, okay. of our, one of our actual clients that we did a book recently on LinkedIn, um, he's the most, one of the most viewed LinkedIn profiles in the world. And I think I asked him how many profile views he got, and he's like 30,000 or something every 90 days. Is the guy so, with the Mohawk? Yes, yes. Uh. He's a <laughs> crazy guy. Eh? He's really, he's, yeah. he's, he's, because he's taken a photo and he's put something different up there, yeah. right, he actually attracts attention. And that's another thing with LinkedIn. Some of the photos are horrible, or people don't put a photo up at all. And you think, you know, well, they put a photo of their wedding. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to think about the fact that this person wants to do business with you. If you met them in a, in a business networking function, you know, yeah. how would you want to look, right? I'm not mm-hmm. sure that Chris goes out um, with his mohawk because I've asked him a few times to take photos. So I've got to put my hair up. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I don't think he pitches to work that way. But yeah. it certainly gives him a, 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 a sort of a different kind of approach. But that's him, you know. He's, it's yeah. natural for him. Mm, interesting. Um, so, yeah, so you got to think about it. It's like a it, to me, it's a website. Yeah. Um, and people treat it like a resume, or they treat it. They don't fill it out. That's the yeah. biggest problem with profiles. You should sit there and fill it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said before, Chris's profile. You know, you, you probably need a week to read it. Because uh-huh. um, when you start scrolling on Chris's profile, you can scroll forever. Yeah, he's the one that before we started recording, mm. you said had like hundreds of recommendations. Yeah, he's written. got something like four or five hundred recommendations. He's got um, pages like one hundred and twenty blogs on his on his thing. Like if you go to his his profile, mm-hmm. um, which is Chris J Reed, if you want to have a look, yeah. um, it, like it's it's like one hundred and one. If you want to know how to write a profile, then have a look at his mm. um, because he has maxed that thing out. And the thing that he always says in a lot of his training is that it doesn't matter if you're Richard Branson or Bill Gates or who's got a pretty bad profile, by the way. Some of these like, – Richard Branson is really good on social media. Yeah. Um, and you read his profile, it's really well done. You have a look at Bill Gates, unless it's changed, it's horrible, right? <laughs> because he doesn't care about it, you see. But yeah. the funny thing about it, they just bought the company, so I want to see what he might improve his profile. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you, you know, everybody has the same amount of space. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry that you're, com- you're competing on the level platform to everyone else. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, if you look at Bill Gates as one, I mean, he, he's got – nothing on his profile you know yeah. he's got no but he would be you know he is an influencer but he's got six million followers yeah but but you know that's an exception you have to be famous to do that right <laughs> yeah. so you have to work your harder mm-hmm. if you don't if you're not famous yeah that's so true um so what you're going to teach today is it based on what you learn in that 90 days and then i know that you said you automated it at this point automated the whole yep. process at the point yep but you're going to tell us how you how, how to do it manually, I guess, while, yep. yes. while we are trying to save the money. <laughs> yes. So there's, there's probably a couple of things with LinkedIn. One is that um, 
LinkedIn has moved, particularly in the last few months, if, if anything, it's moved away from a virtually a free profile. Mm-hmm. Basically, for about $50 a month or something, you can get the, the access you need. And the reason why you need it is that LinkedIn restricts the number of views you can do. Yeah. So you can only do a couple of hundred views a month if you're not premium. Okay. So if you're looking at people's profiles, and that's counted as a view inside LinkedIn. So as soon as you look at someone's profile, LinkedIn quite nicely takes a record of that and emails that person and says, you know, John looked at your profile. Yeah. Now, that's fantastic because what it's basically doing is saying, I, I don't have to email you. I'm not spamming you. Mm-hmm. I'm not sending you an email out of the blue. I'm just visiting your profile. But LinkedIn's actually told me you've done that. Yeah. So then they go, and then that's the trick, see, and that's where people fall over. When they go back and look at your profile, they don't see a connection. So I say a lot of people when I when talk to clients when we do profile stuff is you've got to hit them over the head with it. Like you don't have any – you don't have like three seconds, five seconds, and they're gone. Yeah. Right? If they don't look at your profile and think, oh, that's interesting, I might connect to that guy, then you're gone and that's, they're not going to go back again. Mm-hmm. So you've got that very short opportunity. So your profile, you know, image and your top line must look good. Uh-huh. But that's um, assuming the other person has a – paid profile too and they they can send you no not necessarily no no so what's happened is that it doesn't matter because what linkedin has done is a little bit like facebook did they built their business off email yeah so as soon as someone does something in facebook you get an email says oh someone's left a message on you know sent you a message or done this or done that right Mm -hmm. and and linkedin knows the same thing so what they do is they're emailing you saying so it doesn't matter what level you're on you're going to get those emails now the nice thing about it is that people who aren't that active on linkedin they don't get many emails. They don't get many visits. Mm-hmm. So your email stand, your actual notice stands out. Okay. So sometimes it's better to look at profiles that aren't that good mm-hmm. on the other side of the flip, because they probably aren't that active on LinkedIn. Okay. Um, they may be only logging once a month yeah. if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. So they are actually a better target because you're not after someone who's active on LinkedIn. You're after a customer. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So number one question you ask yourself is, who's my customer? Mm-hmm. Who am I looking for? Where are they? And what sort of job titles might they have, right? Okay. So let's say looking, for, say, say you sell a, a product to someone, and and you find that people who write entrepreneur on their website on their LinkedIn typically buy stuff, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> because most people don't consider themselves an entrepreneur unless they're they're a bit more active in business. Yeah. Most people just say business owner, right? They'll write in business owner. So if you say we're looking for entrepreneurs, you want to find those entrepreneurs. So what you want to do is when they land back on your page, you want to appeal to that entrepreneur. Okay. So one of the people people forget at the top of the screen is where they put their job titles. They put director or they put manager or they put owner, mm-hmm. right? That line is your headline. Okay. So, for example, if you put a situation where um, – um, turn my phone down. <laughs> bad. Um, <laughs> bad. I didn't even know they were going to ring me. I'm not having any phone calls. Basically, the idea behind it is that you um, – you want to basically make that your headline, and that's what gets indexed by um, Google, by the way, too. So when you write up the top there, so I put a, I put at the moment put Evolve Global Publishing <clears throat> Business Strategist three times number one best-selling author. Yeah. Because I'm looking for authors. Okay. I'm looking for people that are they're interested in doing a book. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is make sure that when they see it, that's I hit them over the head with it. Yeah. All right. And most people who write their LinkedIn profiles have n- have really no idea about what their business is about because what they're doing is probably four or five different things. Yeah. So they might be, oh, I do this and I do that and I do this. But can you pick one? Yeah. And they struggle with it. They go, oh, I don't know, I can't pick one. I go, we well, have to in LinkedIn because 
if you don't, people get confused and a confused mind never buys. Yeah. So they need, you need to hit them over the head with the fact that you are doing this. So they go, oh, I'm interested in writing a book. Oh, I might connect to you. Okay. Right, and that's really the logic behind it. And, and funny enough, you don't see it a lot. Um, most people don't put a lot of text up that top area. And the really nice thing about that is mm-hmm. that if you change that text, which you should do fairly often, mm-hmm. it gets sent out to your entire network. But that's assuming you your profile is set up to send things out to your network, right? Because yeah, you need to turn it on. Yeah. yeah, there's an option there called Notify Your Network. Yeah, um, on the right side now, you need to turn that on. So one of the things we always do with LinkedIn is we go in and we check their settings, right? So go through your settings mm-hmm. and make sure you essentially have opened up your profile, so everybody can see your profile, everybody can see your photo, mm-hmm. all those things. Open it with profile because some people don't do that. Yeah. They either turn it off because they're paranoid that maybe, <laughs> um, you know, something's going to go wrong. Yeah. Um, or they're going to basically, um, uh, you know, they, they just don't do the settings. Now, generally speaking, LinkedIn leaves them um, all open by default. Yeah. Um, but some of the early accounts didn't. Mm. Um, and there's another little thing in there too when you're viewing someone's profile that people don't know about is that often you'll see an option that says send inbox okay. mail which basically means you're supposed to have premium and send it. And, I mean, they don't give you many messages. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you don't really get a lot. But you also see send message. Yeah. Now, 20 to 30%, depending on the country, even higher, 20 to 30% of those profiles you view will have that send message box. That means they've turned the option off mm-hmm. about, or they've turned options on about being able to contact them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can actually just message someone on that point and, just, and say, you know, do you want to connect and whatever. And LinkedIn will let that message through. Yeah, um, you've got to be careful with LinkedIn. They will come down on you if you start essentially spamming too much. Yeah. So I always ask the question: Would the person I just sent this message be okay with me sending it? Would I be okay with it? Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got to kind of approach it from a, a side of saying, look, you know, if, if you're spamming and you're, you're sending, like a lot of people just send you a message in LinkedIn and go, oh, I want to sell you my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't do that in the street. You don't walk up to someone in the street and start babbling on about your product. No. Right? You, you, you build a connection. You start talking to them, you understand them a bit better, and then you go from there. And that's the other next stage is, is that after you've viewed, they've viewed your profile, you've got your profile set up nicely, they connect to you, mm-hmm. we, I then send a message. And the message is typically, you know, thanks for connecting, um, you know, would like to know a bit more about you. Why did you connect? Why would you like my profile? Something like that. Start a conversation. Okay. And, and then I give my book away for free. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially how we got the sales. Because what happened was, I had literally two thousand email signups um, over that period of time mm-hmm. to give away my book. Oh, okay, interesting. And as soon as they got my book, even though I, I reckon most probably don't read it, but the, <laughs> when they look at it, like in whole, you know, like it's a lot, you know, it's two hundred mm-hmm. pages, right? Yeah. But they might flip through it or something. But what's happening is that's an instant credibility. Mm-hmm. Like they instantly say, oh, you know what you're talking about. Mm. Um, and then they contact you again. So what's happening is you've given them a gift. You've given them something that's valuable, right? Okay. And I say, would you like to book an appointment? And I have an appointment link on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> see how we've got the 30 or 40 appointments. Because what's happening is they go, oh, okay, I'll book you. Mm-hmm. So simple as that, but it, it's almost like a business card scenario. You meet someone, you say, g'day, this is what I do. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? Um, here's my card. If you want to know anything, I'll tell you what, I can send you. I always say to someone on networking, I say, oh, look, do you, would you like this? I could send you this tomorrow. Okay. Um, and I always find something that they might want. So I can start that engagement process. LinkedIn's exactly the same thing. So that's what people forget. So they send you an email and they, and they blast you on what they do, mm-hmm. and it's really long. Yeah. 
message maybe and it's like, my God, that's too much. Nobody's going to read it. Mm-hmm. So you've got to think about the logic of it, okay. um, you know, and think about that you're starting a relationship with someone um, and it's social media. So it's very much like they might not see that message for days or weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've kind of got to look at that scenario as well. Okay, so let's let's um, back up here a little bit just so that I can understand the flow before we go further on. No, you're right. Okay, so first, first off, your profile has to be structured well where it's going to be interesting enough. And, and, and the gentleman that you said, what was his name again, his profile? Um, just search Chris J. Reed. I'm sure he really leads and needs some profile views. Okay. Um, you can also search John North in LinkedIn. You'll see what I'm talking about with my profile. Okay. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you want to you make sure that it's almost like it's your billboard. If you think yeah. about a billboard, what would you say about your business when you've only got a few, like a 30-second elevator pitch? You know, what could you say about your business very quickly? Yeah, so that part, that part that you're talking about is just right under the name. So what exactly should they say? How should they say? Like, because for me, I have mine saying I'm a sales coach. I help enroll more clients and grow revenue. Yep, yep. Okay, something like that. That's fine. I mean, what it's saying is what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it may be um, people might say, oh, yes, yeah, so what? Like that, maybe other people do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got to think about whether that's enough for people to kind of go from there. So it could be that you might say, "Look, I, I have a, a system you can have for free," or because you remember one thing in that in that thing, it's really just a series of texts. Yeah. People try to think, "Oh, it's my job title." Yeah. But it's but that's what LinkedIn wants you to do. It doesn't mean that you have to do that. Yeah. Um, you can also use special characters. Again, LinkedIn says you're not supposed to do that. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people do. But yeah. everybody does it. Yeah. And I think what happens is they reserve the right to kind of change it. But I've never been pulled up about it in all the time I've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think anybody really checks. It's only if somebody complains. Yeah. So you, you really got to see, yeah, you got to think about, you know, what do you, what do you offer that customer? And for me, what worked really well was I publish books, mm-hmm. I'm looking for authors. If they're not interested in doing an author book, I'm not interested in talking to them. I want to repel them. So when they <laughs> okay. when they see publisher, uh-huh. they go, oh, yes, I'm interested in writing a book. Uh, okay. Right? right. And I used to have like, you know, you could write a book in 90 days mm-hmm. um, and that worked pretty well as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really about the benefit to them. Why should they do business with you? Okay. Um, is really what you've got to focus on the headline and play around with it. Don't be afraid to change it. Like people just leave that for years. Change yeah. it every so often. Test what happens. Um, what sort of reaction you get? Do your views go up when you change your headline? You know the funny thing? I get a lot of um, recruiters asking me if I want to be in their sales team. That sort yeah. of thing. So if somebody's looking for a job, you really you should create a good title. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it's not exactly what I am looking for, not a job. But mm. But you're right. I mean... I changed that from the old way of doing it where it's just a regular job title, my current job title, which didn't make any impact because it's just like anybody else. Yep, yep, okay. exactly. So, yeah, you want to stand out. You want a good, nice photo. You want to think about the background in, in your LinkedIn profile. You know, you Think about it as a – I best thing as a, as a billboard. That, mm-hmm. you know, like a like a business card, you know, would yeah. you look would look bad if you handed out a card like that? Yeah, and how about the summary part? The summary part's pretty important. And I mean, the thing is, again, what people do is they just start talking about what they do. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it's kind of boring most of the time. 
<laughs> so do you know what I mean like you and the thing is you're not writing about yourself yeah. this is the other thing people do they write about themselves so I mean we say we're a book publisher looking for potential authors that's our first, that's my first line yeah now that's not about us as such it's about you we're, you know we're looking for potential authors right and so mm-hmm. our pitch is really a pitch rather than what I do okay um, and that's a very important because when they scroll down to that thing they're going to go well, what do you do Mm-hmm. And you've got four or five lines really before they they don't read the rest anyway because yeah. you can't you have to scroll down and get the rest all. So that is almost your headline in itself. You know what do you do? What do you offer mm-hmm. um, in that situation? So if you offer like we offer a free report or we offer a free consultation or I can I can find a hundred thousand dollars in an hour in your business, whatever it is <laughs> yeah. that will get their attention enough to go mm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I should maybe I should connect to this person. Okay. All right. Okay. So we kind of know exactly, well, not exactly, exactly, but <laughs> I have an idea. So we'll peek into your LinkedIn profile as well as, I don't know why I cannot remember his name, but. <laughs> Chris J. Reed. <laughs> it's so bad. And, don't forget you know, the J, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because that might be it because there's, there's the Chris and there's the J. And I think yeah, that's, that's right. an initial J, right? Not a J. Yeah. J-A-Y. yeah. It's just see? J. Yeah. 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 See, you're messing with my memory. <laughs> <laughs> and then now, when you were talking about the other part, which is we do a search and with a free profile, with a free account, yep. when you do a search, I don't think you can do as detailed as, of a search as the premium account, can you? Yeah, there's some restrictions in the searching. Yeah. So number one, you're restricted on how many people you can search. Yeah. Um, and number two, on the so that's basically clicking... By the way, most people don't know about this always because it's not obvious, but there's a little button called advanced on the right-hand side of the search bar. Yeah. When you click on that button, it actually pulls down a big range of options to search. So most people just type the name at the top and think that's it. Yeah. But you can do an advanced people search, and that's what restricts you based on your level of, of what you can do. So sometimes you can – and LinkedIn plays with this a bit sometimes. Yeah. But it depends on who you can search for. Okay. Um, so first or second level connections. So second level connections are interesting because if you're looking for someone um, that's connected to someone else, they're more likely to connect to you if they see their friends or people they know that are also connected in their group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right. So it's a bit like a friends group in Facebook. So that's handy. Sometimes we get a lot of traction if you're viewing second connections um, because you actually can get um, some pretty good profile people that are actually connected to other people. Yeah, because I do that when somebody uh, wants to LinkedIn with me, and I don't have any connection with the person. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't accept because I did one time, <laughs> because I saw other people that I knew, and all of a sudden I think I got spammed by the person about something yep. or the other, and then I'm mm-hmm. like, how did the other people, you know, they mm-hmm. fell for the same profile too? But, um, but oh, yeah, it's pretty I, common. I mean, and the thing too, there's a lot of lately, particularly in the last, I guess, about the last month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been getting a lot of spam from people and it's always the same message, you know, give me a call, I've got this business opportunity. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, like just I, I just um, block and report ah, okay. <laughs> straight away um, because the thing is that though you, you need to protect your other, your other people on LinkedIn because mm-hmm. this person is sending this message to a lot of people. Not yeah. everybody is savvy enough to realize that it might not be the real thing because they don't get a lot of messaging Yeah, and, and they trust LinkedIn for some reason. So, you know, I mean, like, you know, in social media, anybody can message them, but for some reason on LinkedIn, they feel more, they feel like it's more trusted, more safer. Yeah. And so they, they, they may respond back. So for me, it's like you need to protect the, the herd by, you know, <laughs> making sure that you, you, you report these people if it's obvious. Like sometimes yeah. people are stupid and what they write 
is kind of like stupid, you know. Yeah. And and it's like that's not really meant to be spam, right? They they just yes. they're not really thinking about the way they should have written it. Yeah. And and I sometimes look at them, but often when you see that they've written your message and there's no picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for some reason, some people also, when they spam, they don't seem to even know the rules of LinkedIn and setting stuff up, so they don't even set their profile up properly. Yeah. Um, so you can pick them straight away um, mm-hmm. from what they've done. So, you know, you just got to be careful, I guess. But um, And that's the other thing too is when you're sending people emails or messaging, you know, sending them links, mm-hmm. some people will not click on links um, okay. because they're scared that that might infect their computer, which is right. We're right yeah. so, right? Yeah. So your email, that you message back, and it needs to be good enough and professional enough to, for people to think that you're not going to try and spam them, you know? Okay. Um, and that's another good thing to do as well. You need to have a good, strong welcome message, which we call it. So okay. that message that message gets sent out. Every time someone connects to me, uh, mm. that's the first message they get is, hey, welcome, um, you know, this is what I'm about, you know, what can I do to help you? Okay, so your technique is essentially you doing a search after you've done your profile. So you do a search, and then as you see the little blurbs, you know, I guess you know when the, when it comes up, you just see maybe a line or two, mm. and you click somebody who might seem interesting enough that that meets your requirement. Yep. And then and then you just look at their profile. But you do you don't send anything. You just kind of give them a hello. I'm looking at your profile. Essentially, you know, you know what I mean. I'm not exactly saying that you are actually saying hello. I'm looking at your profile. Mm-hmm. But LinkedIn yeah, is are. going to say mm-hmm. LinkedIn is going to say on your behalf that this person, Malin Issa, is is looking at your profile. Exactly. Yeah, and and that's the nice thing about it. It's not you saying that. It's LinkedIn saying that. Yeah. So, um, and it's quite powerful for people who aren't that, um common like they're not logging every day because the thing is if I, I don't think I've had an email about people looking at my profile for some time because I get so many profile views that it's it becomes too messy you know like you just don't get it yeah um you, you're just not worth uh, trying to troll through 30 or 40 people who viewed your profile yesterday so mm-hmm. but for most people they don't get that many profile views so those emails are kind of rare um okay. and often too if you're trying to get to someone who who isn't easily accessible any other way. Interesting enough, LinkedIn is a good way to do it because often these higher work network individuals manage their own LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can get to people that you normally wouldn't get to yeah. um, because the fact that they actually, um, they're actually they actually managing their own profile, whereas some other cases they may not be. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, if you're looking for people that are a bit more, I've, I've got in touch with quite a large, you know, a lot of people that are quite, you know, pop, you know famous because mm. they, they manage their own profile. Interesting. All right. So I am looking at somebody's profile. Let's say I'm looking at your profile, John, Mm -hmm. and you see that I looked at your profile. So because you're a curious person, you said, why are you looking at my profile? Right. Mm -hmm. Or something Mm -hmm. along those ways. That's what you're saying. The process that you went through. Exactly. It's curiosity. It comes down to curiosity. People, uh, curiosity and a bit of paranoia, I suppose. Um, you know, people go, well, you're looking at my profile. What do you, what do you want? You know? And yeah, it, it's a case of like, you know, almost staring longingly across the room and a network person <laughs> that you want to get in touch with, right? So, um, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had an image of a creeper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah, you've got to remember that, right? You don't want to come across yeah. as creepy or spammy. So, yeah. Um, or needy, right? Okay. Now that you saw that I looked at your profile, then who's on first? I mean, in the sense of like, 
if they don't message you but you saw that they looked at your profile, do you move on? Do you message them or what do you do? Well, for me, because I have so many profile views, I actually don't look at who's looking at me. Okay. Um, so um, I'm basically concerned about who I want to look at. So okay. I, I'm looking at advanced search. Now, a couple of things you can do in advanced search is, and particularly if you've got a membership, I think you can still do it without, I'm going to try for without premium for some time, but it, look for a group of people that might be interested in your services. So, for example, for me, I might go to an author group or a mm-hmm. publishing group or whatever, and I'll join that group. Now, what you can do then is you can go through that group and you can now see all the members of that group. Okay. And you can view those profiles on those groups. Yeah. So if you then sat there and said, okay, I'm going to view some of the profiles in the group, and that works exceptionally well um, because okay. what you're doing is you're talking to people who are interested in what you're interested in, and mm-hmm. of course your profile matches it. Yeah. They're not thinking it's unusual, all right? Okay. So they're not alerted to anything unusual, um, and it works really well if you're looking in those groups. So number one, you can search entrepreneurs, say, in, in a certain area within a certain kilometre range, and you can look at those people and, and, and view their profiles. Yeah. And each time you're clicking on their profile, it's actually recording how many you can do for the month if you don't have premium and okay. also that person's getting message. So the idea is you're trying to find people who would be interested in doing business in your area or your, you know, you don't want to be, if you don't, if you can't service someone outside your general area, then don't be going looking at profiles that are, that are you know, in another country or something if you can't do it. For me, it doesn't yeah. matter where I am. Like I can do, mm-hmm. I've got clients all over the world. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing I didn't realize with LinkedIn when you think about it, right? My, all my clients that I had before I started this were all within probably 20K of me, okay. mostly. Very few were no, <clears throat> few clients I'd never Yeah, kilometers, so that's an old money. Um, <laughs> miles, if you like. But the thing is that it was fairly short distance. Like there was only yeah. probably an hour's worth of driving tops and a few clients I'd never met, but mostly local. And when you start going to LinkedIn, it opens a big world up. You go, hey, I can get in touch with anybody in the world here. Okay. And suddenly I had a start, like, bunch of United States clients. Okay. Because I, I realized that I doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. And, and suddenly there's a big world out there you didn't think about. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you might have a product or service. You go, oh, I can only do that locally, but I can do this internationally. Yeah. Maybe that's a product that I promote because I can expand my horizons and find more customers than in my immediate area. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it may sound stupid when you think about it, but you think, oh, hang on a minute, I've got all these people I could have contacted that, that I can help, you know, yeah. but I didn't think about any other way to get to them. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you don't look at profiles anymore. I, I'm sorry. You don't look at people who look at your profiles. No, I just want them to look. I want them to get that email that I looked at their profile, really. So. Okay. Can I, with a free uh, membership, then, you know, we've looked at each other's profile. Can yep. I just send that person a message? I can't, right? Because I don't have the premium. Well, you can connect. You can send a connection request, uh-huh. um, and again, the connection requests are an interesting animal. Um, it asks you a question, and it's and it's like a trick question. So, so when you go to connect someone, it says, um, you know, do you know them? You know, what's yeah. your email address? Um, all this kind of thing. Now, um, technically, with LinkedIn, and the rules are, you're not supposed to connect to anybody you don't know. Yeah. Right. So, Chris, who's got nearly. Uh, 30, no, what's he got, 70,000 connections now? I'm sure mm-hmm. he knows every single one of them, right? <laughs> Personally, intimately, was, right? He'll be having a great party. If yeah, he right. <laughs> and, and so it's a bizarre rule, right? And so, yeah. you know, technically you're not allowed to do this. But yeah. in practice what you can do is you can, you can go and send a connection request and just say you're a friend mm-hmm. um, and they don't know anything different, right? So it just sends an email, sends a little message in there and you can change that message a little bit more customised, good idea, look, I'm looking at your profile, I'm looking to yeah. expand my network or something like that. 
Mm -hmm. um, I'd really like to connect to you. So what's happening is you can go and do that, and you can do that 5,000 times, generally mm -hmm. speaking, right, until yeah. you run out, yeah. and then you just ask for some more, mm -hmm. right? And that's what people don't understand too. Sometimes on LinkedIn, so now I've blocked you. You can't ask for any more connection requests. Just email and ask for some more. Yeah. Um, Chris can't get any more. Mm -hmm. They've blocked him. They said, we'll not give you any more connection requests. <laughs> Somebody can ask him to connect with you, Yeah, him, he right? connects other people. But he uses okay. that send message thing to get clients now. Ah, uh, okay. Right, because it's the only option he's got. So yeah. you got to look at it. So, you know, as long as you're not – to me, it, again, if you're thinking that you're trying to spam people and you're spending a lot, sending a lot of those messages and they're spammy, then you're yeah. going to get undone sooner or later. Yeah. Um, but if you're being good about it and, and reasonable about it, I don't think most people care. They would be yeah. fine with it. Um, so, you know, I just sent a connection request. I'd like to do it, you know, if they're not connecting to me, mm -hmm. I'm sending a request to connect to them. Okay. Um, and that's really the only options you've got, unless you use inbox mail, which yeah. LinkedIn let you do. So you send a very small quantity of emails, and if, you, if they respond back, you get a credit back, right? So it's a pretty long process um, mm -hmm. to do that kind of thing. I just find it too hard, right? Yeah. Um, and, they, and they do have a thing called Sales Navigator as well, which is one of the lower levels. And yeah. it's very powerful. Like if you can master Sales Navigator, um, mm -hmm. I think you, you can do well with it. So what we're trying to do is attract their attention. Yeah. Once you attract their attention, we've messaged them auto message, and then what we'll do then is we'll endorse them. Mm -hmm. So endorsing is very important because people love to be endorsed. Yeah. <laughs> um, they just love it, right? So it's, it yeah. appears at the top of the screen. So whenever you're there, endorse, endorse. And the other thing we do is congratulate. So yeah. on the right-hand side of the screen every day, you'll see a bunch of options up there that says, you know, such and such has got a new job and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You can you can like all those things. Um, you can also congratulate people, mm. and they like that as well. And we, we just send a little message, hey, I saw your message, thought of you, um, and, you know, by the way, here's my free, um, free book. Mm, um, okay. And we get sign-ups like that. So what you're actually doing is you're attracting their attention, all right? Yeah. Um, and you're being there everywhere. And you get people come back, oh, I've seen you everywhere, you know. It's like, no, you haven't. It's just that I've been essentially stalking you, right, because I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at all your stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the next stage then is to also like their posts. So if you see anything they post and it looks good, you like it, comment mm. on it. Okay. So essentially you do everything LinkedIn wants you to do. Yeah. If you do that in a reasonable volume, you'll get results. Yeah. If, if you're searching profiles and you're being very targeted, you could do this manually. So you sort of set yourself, self, say, an hour a day. Mm -hmm. So every, every day I'm going to come in, I'm going to view so many profiles, I'm going to message my people have, who've connected to me, mm -hmm. uh, which you have to do through a search option. There's an option under there when you click, um, where is it now? Under yeah. my network, there's one called Connections. Uh -huh. um, this is a pretty hard one to find if you're not looking um, and so when you go for that, you'll see a bunch of congratulations options at the top. Yeah. That's where you can actually go and say happy birthday or congratulate people. And you should yeah. do that. This is like a daily checklist here. 